yeah i like the, i like the jank I, i'd rather it be a little bit less polished than you know it's, it's well-meaning jank we, we, we can't, yeah. we've got to save this for the show it's, yeah that's true that's true we're, we're getting into it too much <laughs> all right <laughs> Adult beverages are poured, the kids are asleep, welcome to New Dad Gaming. It's a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor and I have a 6 year old and an 8 year old. And I'm Jeff, I have a 13 year old and a 10 year old. And on this show, we look to show that just because you became a dad does not mean it's game over. Absolutely not. And man, I will tell the audience here the sequence of events. We're going to be a li- we were a little late on recording. Yeah. But, but Jeff and I were in the studio. <laughs> we had driven down to New Dad Gaming Studio. That's right, the headquarters. We had the whole staff show up. Mics, like mics were primed and ready to go. Yeah, makeup done, everything. <laughs> and we, we started to research into Pal World. Yeah. Everybody's heard of it by now. It's the, the absolute mass, the, the most fascinating hit that's launched, a game that's launched, game and hit that's launched for a long time. And as we research it, it's like, you know, we should play this. Yeah. <laughs> we should really, it's going to be more interesting to talk about if we've actually given this a play. And I have it on Game Pass for free. Jeff was going to buy and return it. And I think I we'll, fi- we'll, we'll find out about that, uh, where that ended up. And thus everything was delayed, and oh my word, was it ever worth it? This game, this game is something. <laughs> but I did. I wanted to throw it before we get into that. I did want to throw it out. We we received to the New Dad Gaming inbox a fantastic Gaming Dad story that I just had to share with everybody. So uh, Gaming Dad Chad writes in. It's like, hey, dads, I'm Chad. I have a six-year-old. Over the weekend, I set up a private Minecraft server so that my son and I could play in a safe environment without exposing him to the harsh realities of the internet. (laughs) It has been a huge hit. We built a house with a yard and a collection of animals and even an aquarium. He is loving it. But today, and immediately dad senses are going to be going off across the land, But today, halfway to school, he suddenly developed a stomachache, and my dad's sense kicked in. I convinced him to go to school, and if he kept feeling sick, his teacher could call me. I also added if he did come home sick, Mm. there would be no screens until school would have ended. Dad's, I'm telling you, dad's across the land. You can just hear. Is this basically like turning up the thermostat (laughs) and like dad's across the land, just like rolling? Yeah. So I was pretty proud of myself for successfully navigating this dad challenge. That is until an hour and a half later when I got the call from school. So I am now home. He's jumping around on the couch, clearly not very sick, asking every 30 minutes, how long until school's over? How long until school's over? But he's yep. still insisting that his stomach is very bad, all the while putting on his best puppy dog face. I'd be interested to hear if you or your audience have had to deal with any similar issues. Love the show. Thanks for all the work you put into it, Chad. Man, tale as old as Fantastic. time. You, you, you take every gaming dad <laughs> listening to the show probably has this story, not to mention probably one from their own past when they pulled something similar. Why don't, why don't you kick us off? Like what... Uh, for your kids or even for yourself when you were younger? Oh, yeah. Um, when Myself, when I was younger, mm-hmm. I absolutely did call in the sick card. 
I just said I had like, you know, a stuffy head or something that I, I knew I couldn't, I didn't necessarily have to prove, mm-hmm. but it was because I had the Nintendo 64 and Goldeneye and oh I wanted God. to progress to get all like, you know, the big head mode and paintball head, uh, paintball mode and all that stuff. So I was home during that, but my kids have pulled the same card on me where they get a new game or something, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, Sunday night rolls around. They're preparing. Mm. They're like, you know what? Mm. I'm really, I don't know, something's off or whatever. And then they'll wake up Monday morning. They're like, I'm, re- I'm really tired. I don't know what's I'm wrong. Really I'm tired. like, there's no way. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, just, how convenient. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know about yourself, but oh, I, yeah. I've had this happen a couple of times. So I, yeah, I can remember it was for, it was for PlayStation. And because you, you have to hit that sweet spot where you're young enough to be home by yourself. Oh, yeah. You're not really supposed to be. So for for me at that age, it was PlayStation. And there was this game called Extreme. And Mm. it was a bunch of characters. You could choose a street luge, rollerblader, mountain biker, or skateboarder. And then you just like go all downhill in a race. Oh, that was a great game. Anyways, hardly got (laughs) to play it. And then just one day, it's like, oh, my stomach. I remember I called my my mom at work and told her, like, listen, I can't go to school. Oh, I'm so sick. It's like, just like. That they're busy at work. Like, fine, stay home. <laughs> the whole thing, eh? Oh, wow, phoned it in. Oh, the whole day, it was glorious. Uh, man, my kids better not snap on. The one, so of course, my kids have definitely like pulled the sickness and like, hey, cool, can I play games? And right, good, yeah, yeah. good work to Chad. Dad, kudos because that is a that's hard. It's very simple to say, fine, go and play because then you ha- you can be at home. You're doing your normal job. So double kudos to him to sticking true on it. It's going to pay dividends, I think, because a kid will know not to do it again in future. Uh, a, a, a similar situation we've been facing is, you know, one kid or the other will have an event. So swimming, mm-hmm. sports, like where we got to take them to. And the other one will stay home with the other parent. So it's a we split up the job. Split, yeah. One to one. Yeah, one on one. The way it should be. No, <laughs> when... The other kid stays with me. What I have done is like, okay, do your homework, go get showered, like brush your teeth, get in your pajamas. And if you do all of that re- without a fuss, you can come back here. We'll play a game on my tablet or we'll play Minecraft or like not, it's not, I don't let them delve into like Roblox or some kind of nonsense game, but we'll, it's still video games. Like we'll do yeah. a game. Yeah. What started to transpire is both of them got wise to this. It's like, oh, if, Mom takes the other kid, and I stay home with Dad. He's, he might let me play games. <laughs> so when it comes time to choose, yeah. it's like, hey, uh, Mom, why don't why don't you take why don't you take my brother to the sports? Why don't you take him? Yeah, I'll stay home with Dad. It's like I was like, you bugger. Like, <laughs> I like the volunteering the other child, like you're like the the other sibling, like yeah, yeah, go, you go, you go. Just yeah. take the older one. Yeah, no, I'm good here. Yeah, why don't you? I'll just stay back with Dad. Let, let Dad stay. Dad'll stay. That's yeah. Like, just, we'll just, just we'll just hang any, out and bond. It's all good. Ang- you, you gotta you gotta respect the hustle. Yeah. What can I say? So it's kind of hard, and because we came from there too, it's like, man, I, I get you, little man. I appreciate what you're trying, but hey, <laughs> gaming dad Chad, that is a fantastic story. Resonates with all the audience. Thank you so much for sending it in. Everybody else listening, do you have a similar story? Can you give Chad some advice? Do you have something else that's happened in a gaming dad perspective? We absolutely adore these type of letters. Would love to hear from you. Right on in. Happy to read it on the show or not. Uh, NewDadGaming.com or on all the socials at NewDadGaming. Give us a check. Now, the main story, the main reason we're all late for everything else. Right. The launch of Palworld. Jeff, 
I defy you to describe <laughs> what this game is. Go go ahead okay. and try. I think we're going to make like this video game stew. We're going to put <laughs> so we're going to start with some Fortnite, some a nice base is Fortnite, right? We're going to throw in some Zelda there. Mm-hmm. We're going to throw in maybe some Stardew Valley. Very you know, good. a little bit of that. Um, maybe we have a, you know, a, a heap full of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Just a sprinkle. Right? And then, like, sprinkle, like, every single user interface ever into this imagined. game. I just, I, it, it, it's as if they asked, they had the initial kickoff meeting, and it's like, okay, what type of game should we build? And the response was yes. <laughs> It's like you take all the sticky notes, like, oh, yeah, these are all the games you like. And you're like, yep, now that's one game. I, Go. So I got, so when I took it, that, that's a very valiant effort in the way that you described it. I appreciate that. I love how much this defies convention. The way I took <laughs> it is it, it feels very Val, Valheim-esque. Mm, as in you're, okay. in kind of, you're in a wilderness and it's survival. You got to, like, hack trees. And, like, I, I was surprised at how much survival was in it. Yeah. So you got to get food, you have to cook, you have to build a shelter and all those other pieces. But then there's Pokemon just randomly throughout. And it's not just also Pokemon. It's like those are a core tenant, a core building block to all the other game pieces. Yeah. is like capturing them and then putting them to work. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite part. Because like, one of the things I, it's, I do not like survival games that much as far as, okay, hit six pieces of wood, build a wall. It's like this, this is kind of annoying. But right now, it's if you bring in a certain type of pals, they will hit wood, and then they will collect it, and they'll build stuff for you. Like, it's just, I was so pleasantly pleased when all of a sudden my captured, enslaved yeah. pals were going through and, like, building all this stuff for me and being super happy doing it. I know. It's like, again, that's where the Stardew Valley moment came in for me, mm-hmm. because in that game, you progress enough and you get like Junimo huts and there's these little slimy creatures that help you, you know, get all your farm fields, you know, plowed and harvested and everything. So when you have these pals and they're all assigned to specific jobs to help you out, you're like, look at this. I'm building like a little society it's and everyone loves it. As long as you, you know, supply them with shelter and food, mm-hmm. they're pretty happy. Yeah. It. So this game, it, it is a survival game with Pokemon-style mechanics, except the Pokemon can be Everything. Like, recruited en masse. They're able to <laughs> assist you in building in battle, but it's got those survival mechanisms a la Valheim. Yes. Um, it can be <clears throat> online, so it can be multiplayer if you want it to. It's exploration. It's a big... There's an undercurrent of a story as far as, like, there's some... I, I haven't really gotten that much into it. I'm only a couple hours in. Uh, but there is a story. You're trying to un- uncover a mystery. It's it's a bit adult in some ways. There was like some pretty gruesome descriptions from the first person you spoke with when you walk in about yeah. their <laughs> their compatriots dying terrible deaths. Yeah. Uh, so it, it just it is every idea mashed together where the whole is bigger than the sum of its parts. Yeah, I think again, like you summed it up quite well. There's also just a some other pieces I'm remembering was a huge tech tree. There is, I don't know how many levels, but it's got a lot of stuff to unlock. Mm. And then you mentioned all the survival stuff, which I wasn't really aware of, but 
even the temperature of Zelda, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so you have to make yourself clothes. Otherwise, you won't survive the night if you don't have a campfire. And then you can go out. And then there's different clothes for different types of, you know, biomes and stuff. (laughs) And then then I was looking at it. And, like, each of the pals, they can learn skills. And so I'm looking at the skills that they're developing. And then the... (laughs) Okay, so it's not like a... It's pretty a direct ripoff of Pokemon. I think we can be mm-hmm. clear about that. But like, I even caught my first shiny, which is not a shiny. It's called a Lucky. So I <laughs> caught my first Lucky pal. Oh my goodness! Who okay. has just boosted stats and is enormous, hmm. right? So it's like, I, I understand all of these things shouldn't work together, hmm. but somehow it does. Like it's just fun. That, I don't okay. know. That is perfect, and that, and that segues perfectly because the the this game is fun. Like I really, I really want to underscore what you just said. Like this is just a fun game, and it's not the greatest looking. Like things don't necessarily all kind of mesh together, but it's done. That's not because they cut corners. That's because it was a ragtag group of people who just wanted to build a fun game. Yeah, and I, I yeah, think yeah. that's the secondary story of this, which really throws it into. The Limelight, a la Baldur's Gate 3, where it's almost, I feel like, the gaming community coming together and awarding just a game, damn-ass game that is nonsense and fun and just like a phenomenal, just a great time to play, resulting in a bunch of kind of great, wonderful moments. And anytime there's jankiness, it's a, it comes from this honest place. It's not jankiness because they're trying to cut corners and get a microtransaction out of you. It's because it was a tiny team trying to get something out the door. And like here it is, so and, <laughs> so I said that, that's, that's that's what it is. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, this so the, this is important. So the story behind the game is important, and the reason I say that is like so to give some facts that have come to light about the company. So the CEO who worked at J.P. Morgan Securities before launching a crypto exchange. In we're already on a good start here. <laughs> like we're already Two, going. In 2014, he did this, and then he made a bunch of money, uh, and then used that to build a indie game studio pocket pair 2015 yes uh, originally pal world was four people with a budget of ten thousand dollars crazy that's how this whole this this is not ubisoft this is not <laughs> this is not bethesda this is a team of four fueled with some crypto money with ten thousand dollars let's try to build this thing okay right. the main model developer is a high schooler who the team met because he worked part-time at a convenience store that they would so they would go to a convenience store and like get red bulls or whatever it's like hey we're building a it's like what do you guys do you're here all the time oh we're building a game that's cool i like building games that's that's probably exactly how that conversation went down you're like you want to build it yes i do want to build a game and then off he went he's part of the team they add they added um they added guns so the the headline you'll see it's like it's pokemon with guns right and that's I'd honest, I haven't gotten to the gun phase as far as um, crafting. I haven't either. No. <laughs> yeah. At the I'm same on bow arrow stage. But it's not, it doesn't feel like a gun-heavy game. It's, it, a gun to this game is like a bow and arrow to Breath of the Wild. Like It, it is just a component of it. It's not like a, a Call of Duty shooter. Right. It, I guess the delineation I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Uh, so they added guns to be a global success. It had to do with America, and the CEO said, Americans <laughs> like to shoot things. So why are we at guns? Like, well, Americans like guns. Let's put some in. It's the biggest market. At least he knows the audience. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's what, 
a lot of games have been missing. They're like, do we? No, we're going to tell them what they like. And then, <laughs> then this guy comes around. He's like, you know what? No. But the, the hook, though. So to me, like, so you have a po- you have these creatures that you capture, but then you can arm them to the teeth and you can all go to battle together. It's fantastic. Okay. So he, they were asked about Nintendo. So the CEO was asked directly about the Nintendo similarities. Um, And he says, they make innovative games, whereas he's fine to chase trends. I don't have a creative vision. I just want to make a game people like. Yeah. And if you've played Power World, if you've seen videos, and then you look at that sentence, (laughs) it, it is everything you need to know about this. It was like... Hey, should we add like a dodge roll, like soul, like uh, demon souls? Yeah, man, whatever. That looks like fun. <laughs> Woo! You're just rolling around, dodging moves. Yeah, yeah. Again, everything and everything. Like, and and I was even in this world that he's built and mashed all these things together to make it fun, right? Mm-hmm. You can climb, you can swim, you can paraglide. Anything that you want to do is probably possible with the technology. I tree and then whatever else that you need to build to make it happen and i think i I find that a little refreshing that you're not really limited by any of this so far and i'm only like a few hours in in the first area still and i've got an entire huge map to explore and i'm already like no man this is already too big i haven't even (laughs) explored like the back of this mountain yet i don't know what i'm doing and it's the captured the imagination you're able to capture because it has some of those you you if you could relay the story that you told me about a, the fire the little um campfires and one of the end bosses is that it has some of that breath of the wild silliness to it where they've he's kind of just given you a playground and yeah. what are you going to do within it so if you tell the fire um pit story yeah, there's this multiplayer game that uh, Power actually recognized and tweeted out, and uh, they had a creative way to take down one of the big pals. I don't know the name of them, but they're they're huge. They have massive health pools, so they're very hard to kind of take down and even capture, right? So these people, instead of having four players just try and shoot at this thing, they developed a campfire field where they would lead this, I think it was a woolly mammoth, into and set a flame with all these campfires that would eat away at its health until it got so low that they could, you know, capture it with one of the, I don't even know what, it's, it's not a pokeball, it's a pal sphere or something. Sphere, so yeah, yeah. Um, it was just well done and creative. So again, one of those things where that had to be, like they had to code stuff in where, you know, that campfire would affect these pals and how does that happen and you know whatever else you can build more than one all that stuff and it's there and i don't know what else people are going to do with this game Mm. but it seems like again much like breath of the wild where it's kind of like a playground sandbox the physics aren't totally breath of the wild but it's there like a lot of tools are there just to have fun with and they've said they've put out a roadmap saying there's more stuff coming we have more technologies coming we have more pals coming we have more areas coming and this thing is still sitting in early access. And I find it just a well, not polished, but like stable enough game, even to run on the Steam Deck. I mm-hmm. think we mentioned it at the top, right? So it's something that is already hitting Steam Deck capability. <laughs> and giving nice. people like me a chance to play something like this, it's just quirky yeah. fun. It's, it, it's just a feel-good story. Like Much like it is so akin. And it, it's really, for us gaming dads, we came from a time when the entire game was on the disc. The, yeah. the game as yeah. shipped was the game. Yeah. So there was, 
very seldom a, a game-breaking bug. It was crafted to be played, enjoyed, finished, and then, you know, perhaps traded or however it went. Like it, so we come from a time of almost like a earnestness where we we had, we're shedding the days of the arcade conventions. We're getting into more interesting games, but it was. I don't want to like be too nostalgic about it, but there's some real artistry to it as far as like these are. We're going to craft like interesting, fun stories. We're not going to take ourselves too seriously. Like, what do you want to build? Um, It's a raccoon, but it's also a robot. And he's going to shoot jellyfish. Like, boom, ship it. Yeah. Fun game. You know what I mean? Like, there's no restrictions on all. We need to be taken seriously. And so, and this earnestness, everything. We, we came from that generation. This game, again, was very much a group of buddies that's like hey let's build a game i've always wanted to build a game together and they just kept working and they just kept making it happen and through despite all the limitations despite all the shortcomings they might have had and up against absolute behemoths like they're at like starfield released an update recently got very little press coverage compared oh, to this God, you're right i totally did. did you forget about that i forgot about that i didn't even it see a, it i didn't and, even I haven't played it yet. I've been more interested <laughs> in this one, and I bet that's a lot of people. So th- these guys have attacked Titans and the the absolute core product of it, and I think it shines throughout the <sighs> quality. Is not it doesn't have like you you said this a few times. It doesn't have every single piece of polish. But I think why this no. is reassuring to gaming dads about gaming's future is two of the greatest games that have gotten all the attention and and absolutely did blockbuster during their sales was Baldur's Gate, which comes from a, a better, like an actual kind of true game studio, but yeah. a, a slightly smaller one, but a complete, just unbelievable, fun, silly, amazing game. Silly is maybe not the right word, but you know what I'm trying to go for. Like, yeah, the, yeah. Again, the fun aspect, right? Yeah. Like they just want something that people will play and not be too mm-hmm. realistic or like not necessarily dark, but something that is not taking itself too seriously Perfect. right you can have some time with it dragged down by its own seriousness yeah and then this thing comes out and it goes and it's not we're not being hyperbolic it's like there was a few streamers who watched it and now it's popular no i mean the i think you updated the number just before recording like two million concurrent players that yeah. is number two all time on steam like that and that that number is notable by the way this game is free on xbox game pass Right. right. Yeah. So, and and not to mention, it's on consoles, like it's everywhere else. But on Steam, just Steam alone, two million concurrent players, the second most, only behind PUBG. Yeah. <laughs> and what what do you say about this? Like, it's, it's just, just amazing. So great. I, and I think more is to come because, again, just from the gaming dad perspective, uh, my youngest, the ten year old. Uh, was looking at this game with interest, right? And mm-hmm. that kind of gave me the pause with all the guns that come in later. But again, it's it's nothing like it's Fortnite level, yeah. um, which they've kind of been into themselves. So it's it's more about just me p- playing through this game, seeing what it's all about, and then maybe handing it over and seeing what they do with it. Mm-hmm. But even they're interested. So once it hits kind of like that age group, let's not say as low as 10, but wherever people are comfortable, even 12-year-olds and up, yeah. let's say, that's quite an audience to pump this out to and have them have fun. And then the mods will come in. I know we'll get unofficial mods, but like stuff to add to the game and, and all that stuff where hmm. this thing is really already taken off. And again, from New Dad Gaming, it's an easy one to pause and log out at any time. It yep. auto saves all the time. Yep, every minute. Not a problem to put down. <laughs> like, honestly. 
and this, and because there's there is a general story, but it's not like you you don't have to come in. I can't tell you the number of times I've started Final Fantasy two. Oh then, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I would arrive back two month a month later, and <laughs> I'm just like, staring at the screen doing? like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and I just have to restart again. Yeah, right. Yeah. But in this one, there's no like path that you have to be following kind of remember there's just like chores to do and things to build and creatures to catch and like let's go over to this part of the map like you just kind of play in it so i think it's be very sessionable in that sense and like you said the saves are so generous like it's just constant uh i don't so it's cool so you think you'll introduce it to your kid yeah um i think i'm not so worried about the violence because it's kind of cartoonish even a bit more so than um Fortnite, i would say hmm. honestly it's more about the complexity there's just a lot going on there is a lot i think there's good i think <laughs> i'm pretty sure they would bounce off of it because you have to manage like i need resources but then my pack holds this much and i gotta go back and i have to have a fire and then a bit like it's just there's so many things to read and understand i think i'll give them a pass for a bit to see where they land yeah that's a that's a fair assessment because there is again it's it's not quite polished right so it's like a lot of those menus and stuff sometimes it's hard to find what you're supposed to be doing or mm-hmm. going to what the requirement is for some things um so i can understand that for sure um one thing i didn't want to hit on before we move on was they have weapons that degrade and i was wondering oh, your thoughts oh, I... so like, that was always the biggest hang up with zelda when things break and you're just like well God. now what I don't, I'd have to see. I suppose. God, I hate is the stupidest thing. I'll have to see if there's like a hack. What's well, not even Steam? I don't know if I can. I didn't buy it. I got it off Game Pass. I don't know if I can hack it. Cause God, I hate degradation. It's the stupidest. Yeah, it's it's pretty generous again, and I don't know if the difficulty levels turn it off. Cause there are difficulties, right? So that, that is, might turn off some of the stuff. Let me see if I can Google something. I think i chose and by the way i chose the not not a lick of shame i chose the casual difficulty because i don't especially this because the things that one thing i know is if you die in casual you don't lose anything so if you're carrying stuff like they just die with you and you get them oh back. okay yeah so uh, i'm on the mode where you die and it just stays there okay yeah yeah so you have to um, get it. pa world difficulty settings let's see here we are going to Google something, which makes for a good audio podcast. <laughs> okay, it's so we have casual. As the, name suggest, as the name suggests, this setting fits players looking for a more beginner-friendly and relaxed experience. Resources are abundant, whereas catching and battling pals are much easier. Players okay. have no penalty when they die, meaning they get to keep their items. Normal is more balanced, perfect for those who love a bit of a challenge. Drops are significantly less, so gathering resources will take more time. Pals take longer to beat. Uh, you drop items on death. Hard is put your survival skills to the test. Oh, no. <laughs> take more damage from hostile pals. They're harder to catch and you gain less XP. Resources are also scarce and take larger to get. Take longer to get. Dying is one thing you'll want to avoid at all costs as you'll lose all your pals and in inventory. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to play that one. But no. it's nice to like that they actually even thought of difficulty levels, right? Yeah. Like- yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen the weapons be too important a thing. And it's like repair packs. I think I think it missed one point where nothing you nothing of yours will break. It just needs no, to be repaired. No, no, it just lowers the uh, damage on it. So it doesn't shatter like Zelda where you're like, well, yeah. not using that sword here's, anymore. Like, it's gone. Yeah, here's this gorgeous glowing sword <laughs> of, like, the almighty high wind ruler. Oh, it broke. Hope you didn't like yeah, it. That's, it's like, that's thanks. it. 
Oopsies. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so there it is. I, you know, we had to play the game before we came on to this last episode because there's just so many facets to this that is it took the gaming world by storm, but it's done so because it's just a blast. It's fun. It's silly. It's the story of its making is fascinating. Like everything about it was just like it. I, I, I don't know what's your, your end summation. Like, how do you feel about this story about this game going? Because generally, like, I'm just I'm so happy it exists. I'm so happy that it blew up, and it just shows that if you and your buddies want to get together and build a thing, mm-hmm. and it's awesome, and people like playing, and it's it's fun, like it can make an impact. And I think that can save the gaming industry without yeah, being too I, hyperbolic. Uh, like again, I I will echo all that where it was just like this is something that just refreshed the gaming landscape a bit. I think I even said, you know, last year's Vampire Survivors was like that kind of mm. feel to it too, right? It's just something a little bit silly, a little bit out there. There's very, there's a lot of similarities with a lot of other games, but they all come to work together. And honestly, I came into this game like wanting to try it out, but said to myself, well, it's Steam, so I can refund it in two hours. And two hours went by, not a problem. It's just one of those games that you can pick up, grind away. There's nothing too involved you can kind of disconnect, do something mm-hmm. else while playing it, still have a great time, and then go off and just say, what What I came out with is, like, I had some stories to tell my kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, I saw my first <laughs> shiny, gather, lucky gather, Pokemon. <laughs> gather around, my children. Let me yeah, tell you right. a tale. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, 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 in, I'm in this world for a bit, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see where it goes. But I am happy that it's out there. I think a lot of people were downplaying the success a little bit but this is this is quite an achievement to crash onto the gaming landscape and mm-hmm. rack up those kind of numbers i think we're talking what eight million you said so like yep. that's quite a fair share of that's, this chunk of, that's <laughs> of nintendo's pie <laughs> i'm telling you like the the number i mean for two million concurrent players that's mean at the same time they're playing this game yeah and that's, that's and that's two million people who have at the same time and all those people had to purchase it because midweek Steve, this Mid- is not a weekend. <laughs> That's right. It's like I think Wednesday as we're recording this. So <laughs> yeah. So I don't. It's just it. Gaming dads, it's worth looking into. Your kid will talk about this game. <laughs> yeah, go. yeah, it'll come around for sure. You're going to hear about this. <laughs> yeah. So get on the up and up. Know know what you're getting into or what they might be getting into for sure. Uh, but from our perspective, it's fun. There is there is violence, but it yeah. tends to be a more of the Looney Tune Fortnite type of angle so not something to be too concerned about but be aware going in uh but from dads who came up on gaming something like this what a fantastic story yeah absolutely that's all we're talking about this week that was it that's the whole that's show it. that's like, enough right i don't we're know that we've had, i don't know that we've had oh come on in this world <laughs> dad joked dad it right off there. there i appreciate it hey uh fantastic we don't often do like a one bit one this but this one really took really ignited our imagination so it was just so cool to see so wanted to uh get on it and speak about it and see how it impacts us gaming dads hey everybody thank you so much for listening this has been new dad gaming one more shout out for chad chad thank you so much for the sending in the story today fantastic if you guys would like to do the same jeff and i absolutely adore hearing from you being on twitter email anything else like that getting those gaming dad stories support ideas um, anything else that happened, just love it. So find us at new dad, sorry, newdadgaming.com. 
Uh, you can submit your story through there. You can find us on Twitter slash X at New Dad Gaming. Same with Instagram, all the socials. Find us, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you as we all <laughs> figure out this world together as pals. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you like the podcast, you can subscribe to us on all the major podcasting networks. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Caster, anywhere where you get your podcast. Just search for New Dad Gaming. If you do, like I said, the subscription really helps. And even more so, a rating and a comment really helps boost the signal to as many power world gaming dads out there as possible everybody once again thank you so much for listening and until next week my name is trevor and i have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old and i'm jeff i have a 13 year old 10 year old 32 pals (laughs) (laughs) and And counting a little bit of pal juice that's right yeah (laughs) all right everybody just remember just because he became a dad does not mean it's game over (laughs) 